it's now one in the morning here in Metro Manila. Welcome back to another episode of Mysterium After Dark. Mysterium After Dark is brought to you by our friends at Charot Readings by McCoy Dubs. Daily tarot card readings and astrological forecasts for all 12 zodiac signs. Concocted by me and of course dubbed by McCoy Dubs himself here on Spotify. Just simply look it up. And of course, Tagalog speaking people ideally because this is a localized program, but it's fun nonetheless. So tonight's episode, we're going to talk about um, the danger of mixing uh, mind-altering substances with being an intuitive. Um, I don't know what I'm going to call this formally, but it's just some observations. Okay. Um, Let's be totally honest. We're in a very liberal lifetime right now where people have access to certain things, certain substances, certain chemicals that we didn't have 100 years ago, or at least we didn't know about. And um, in the old times, especially during the 60s, individuals would use these substances to trip, get high, get drunk, get laid, or all of the above. Um, and if you're just a mundane Joe Schmo kind of person, I guess you could enjoy that. I mean, I personally never really desired um, to delve into the deeper and the darker side of, you know, psychedelics or mind-altering substances. But believe it or not, um, after doing a bit more research, I actually found out that alcohol and coffee are also mind-altering substances. So... That being said, tonight's episode, we're going to talk about how these affect you as an intuitive and what you need to watch out for, okay? First and foremost, I will tell you all that if you are an intuitive, if you have a psychic or intuitive gift, you are already going to be 50 times more sensitive than the normal Joe Schmo. I mean, that's just a given. And that being said, any kind of interaction with your energy field even if it's not mind-altering, you're going to feel it. Good example, if you're an intuitive and a depressive, suicidal person walks into the room, chances are you're going to pick up on their energy. Chances are you're going to feel what they're feeling. And you're not even trying. This is just like second nature to you. So that being said, what more if you intentionally partake of substances that will alter your mind, all right? Now, some of these substances... I can speak from experience with others of them I have none it's just conjecture and it's also interviewing and research from people who have had these experiences that I've spoken to um, one of them shout out to my dearest friend Dr. Alex Bozinski the proprietor and founder of the Continua Method I was very thankful for his wisdom on this when I consulted him about it today so let's start off with the, the lighter ones and we're going to go to the heavier ones and from what I've observed and I've documented and researched with case studies, as well as some experiences sometimes and even personal accounts, I'm going to throw down. So let's start off with the easiest one of them all, coffee. Okay. If you're an intuitive and you take caffeine, what that does basically is it's going to shut down your intuitive receptors. In other words, it's going to disconnect your Wi-Fi. It blocks you off. So if you have caffeine in your body, it's going to keep you safe. You're, you know, if like you're going to be around toxic people, if you're going to be around people who have negative energy, you're going to be in a very hostile environment. You're going to attend like a wake or something and you're an intuitive and you don't want to feel that kind of guck, then coffee is your best friend. 
okay? But it's also your worst enemy if you're doing intuitive work. So if you're channeling or trying to tap into your gifts, I wouldn't recommend it, okay? Because it's going to make it a lot more difficult because it's chemically putting um, a substance into your body which needs to be flushed out through just its normal means like water and, you know, urination and stuff. But as long as it's in your system, um, you're going to be pretty much shut down, for lack of a better word. Now, some potent intuitives know how to get around that, but that takes a lot of practice and a lot of self-discovery to do that. It's not impossible, but it's extremely difficult. Take it from me. So for the starters with coffee, basically, if you're an intuitive, what it does is it shuts you down. Now, the polar opposite of this is alcohol. Alcohol is also a mind-altering substance. And what I've observed with that is the more you have, the more receptive you are. So using the same example earlier where we had if an, you're an intuitive and a suicidal person walks into the room, if you have coffee, chances are you're not going to feel it. But if you're drunk or tipsy, chances are you're going to absorb it and you're not going to like what you absorb. All right. It puts you in what we call the receptive state in intuitive awakenings and it amplifies it. So that's why you're wondering like why when your best friend broke up and you went drinking with them to, you know, to, to, to calm them down, they start crying next thing you know you start crying so that actually shows what alcohol does to you now next very famous one cannabis now cannabis can be a lot of fun and if you're using it in a place where it's legal like in the united states it could relax you it can help you sleep but i've also noticed that it tends to amplify whatever you have inside of you so if you're in a bad space if you're already worried or having anxiety and you take cannabis and you're an intuitive, you're going to be even more anxious. I mean, one thing I've personally observed in my own experiences with that substance is that um, it will amplify whatever is inside of you. So it's better to come from a good space. Uh, don't run away using it. Don't use it like, oh God, um, I'm in a bad, bad space. Me and my boyfriend are, are fighting. I got to smoke out because it's just going to make you more how do I zoomed in on that feeling? And it's just going to make you feel a lot worse. Furthermore, um, I have actually seen, uh, and I got this term from Alex just today, Dr. Brzezinski, that cannabis has the ability sometimes of releasing the sub-self. What is a sub-self? It is the part of the authentic self that is hidden under everything. And it's not the shadow, okay? So that being said, if you have been repressing that sub-self for quite a bit, um, chances are it's going to come out when you're on certain strains of cannabis. Now, I'm not an expert in cannabis, so I wouldn't know anything about that, of which, which strain does what. But I have noticed that in my own personal experiences, I've had moments where that sub-self has come out while I was on the substance. So I was doing this in the United States, just so you know. So I don't want to have any, like, you know, subpoenas from the court. Now, um, as we're going to get a little bit deeper. This is where it's going to get creepier. Like example, shrooms, LSD, things like that. Now, on a personal level, I have not tried those at my personal experience or my my personal, um, what's the word I'm looking at, looking for. I have not tried those substances at my present level as an intuitive. So that being said, this is all conjecture and research. But one thing I've noticed, especially people who use LSD, is that if you're an intuitive and you can already see spirits, it's just going to clear the picture. But what people miss out on is you see them, they see you. 
So if you can see them clearer, they can see you clearer. And that's going to cause a huge, God knows what of problems, especially LSD. Um, Shrooms, I have heard that it's actually opened a lot of doors in people and made them a lot more receptive, um, a lot more aware, self-aware, a lot more connected with themselves. Um, I haven't really heard anything bad, but I did hear that if you're going to use it, you do need to have a sitter, somebody who's just going to be sober and watching out for you because you don't know what's happening to you. So with those two substances, I think they're kind of like the Jekyll and Hyde of one another. So I would be extra careful. Now, the worst, if you ask me, of them all, if you are an intuitive, the most dangerous, the one I beg you not to play with, methamphetamines. All right. Because I've heard so many stories in the past and I've observed so many things in the past that those who use were intuitive and have used methamphetamines, this leads directly to demonic or spiritual possession. Because what it does is it just makes you so receptive and it makes the car, your your mind go so fast that something else kind of takes over the steering wheel, all right? So we call the mind the car. Makes the car go so fast that something else has got to steer the car because you can't. It's going so fast you can't handle it. If you're an intuitive, I beg you from the bottom of my heart, do not use synthetics. I really just have a bad feeling about it. And uh, methamphetamines in all their form, be it crystal meth, shabu, yaba, whatever you want to call it, you're really courting the dark side with this. Um, one theory I read was that methamphetamines were used originally by the Nazi war party during World War II so that their troops and army could march at night, okay? Now, if you do know the legends, though, the Nazi war party, especially the higher-ups of the Nazi war party, were neck deep into the occult. So put one and two together, this substance comes out of nowhere that makes the troops almost indestructible and, and march at night, which is completely synthetic, one theory floating around was that the Nazis actually got the idea or the concoction of this through demonic evocation because they wanted to have an unstoppable army. So they summoned demons and they said, we'll give you this substance. It's going to make your army unstoppable, but basically turn people into a bunch of monsters. And if you actually see the result of people who use this regularly, how it looks, it really just warps the person's visage. I mean, I've seen people who were never into it and they got into Shabu or they've gotten into um, methamphetamines and they turn into monsters. They really look horrible. And that being said, as an intuitive, I would really warn you against that. Now, I know there are a lot of other mind-altering substances that exist out there, but I'm, unfortunately, I'm not in any space to talk about them. But at the end of the day, all I'm telling you is that as an intuitive, if you're going to use these substances, get ready to experience it 50 times stronger than if you were not one. And at the end of the day, safety is more important. Good night, everyone. Have a wonderful evening.